name is Chris. And I'm Holly. Together, we're, we're the, the Friars. A long time ago when we first met, I fell madly in love with this woman. Oh. But she put me in the friend zone for over 20 years. Ugh, sweet Petunia. Eventually, I convinced her to be mine, and now we do our best to put up with each other. Hey! We're best friends who are married and love to talk. And we talk a lot. About absolutely everything. So sit back, have fun. And welcome to Following, following the, the Friars. <laughs> the anticipation over what else was going to arrive, and nothing did. I contemplated it. I know. I could see it written all over your face. Hello, listeners. This is another episode of Following the Friars. Um, so our, our, our official tour dates are over. Yay. Yay! I get to be home and work on the honeydew list. Yes, yes. I haven't seen the honeydew list, but I know it's going to be extensive and expensive. Really? No. Really? No. Okay. Maybe. Hey. <laughs> All right. So, uh, we do have a few minor home repairs that I, I can't speak to. <laughs> what the cost might be, but we do have a couple of things yeah, to do. Well. I mean, you know, every home does. Exactly. Um, so um, a special thank you to our dear friend, Mark Moran from Australia. Yes. I, well, I don't know if we should thank him or not, because I have uh, overindulged in Tim Tams and um, Violet, Crumble. Violet Crumble today. And um, while they are delicious, I, Those things are so I need to not be... Uh, eating them right they're so delicious they are good yes we love our snacks from overseas yes yes we do (laughs) they're so much better than what's here yes they are uh i don't know what they put in violet crumble but that stuff is amazing you think you know because it's very odd for us americans to see it and you don't know what it is and you take the first bite and you're like huh that's different I don't, I don't know that I like it. And then you end up taking like three more bites. And no. the next thing you know, you've blown through an entire bag. Uh, yes. And people go, gosh, are those good? And you're like, I don't know. I can't decide if I like it or not. And yet you keep shoveling them in. At least that's me. They're quite tasty. They're yes. very, well, very the, delicious, the, in fact. The Tim Tams are, are my are my go-to. Those things got gone. I haven't had the first one. Uh, well, Anna Kate's helped. Today. Oh, okay. She, she's discovered them too. Yes. Uh, but yeah, the, the Violet Crumble reminds me of a, um, a roasted marshmallow covered in chocolate. But the marshmallow is not, the marshmallow is more like the, the inside of a malt ball. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe like, Almost like a butterfinger without the peanut butter part. Yeah, the inside of a butterfinger, if it tasted like a roasted marshmallow. Yeah, it's very delicious. Anyway, yeah. if you haven't tried them and you see them around, try them. They're good. They're tasty. Well, and they're fun. And the thing that lets me know that <laughs> that candy manufacturers and other places do something different, I cannot eat a lot of sugar. Candy but bars can, and such like lo- that. You can eat a lot of those. I can eat that and it doesn't make me sick. That's interesting. Like, I can eat 
if that same thing was made here and I ate two or three, oh, I would be. You wouldn't even make it through two. Yeah, I would be so sick to my stomach. Like yeah. it would be so gross. Um, those I can eat and they don't make me sick. So that's dangerous. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. they are very delicious. Thank you, Mark, for uh, yes, bringing you, those Mark. to the shows. And thank you for traveling literally to the other side of the earth to catch the last three shows of the tour. That's awesome. It was so amazing. He extended an invitation for us to come there. And I, I hope to, uh, I hope we can take advantage of that. I would love to do that. Yeah. Yes. Mark, you are so kind. And uh, I'm not sure when the next time you're going to be stateside is, but... Uh, let us know. We'll go out to eat dinner again. We had an amazing dinner. Yeah, I'm so uh, sad I didn't night. get to do that. I, I yeah. hated that I wasn't there. Yeah, he and his friend Scott, uh, his host for his stay uh, here in the States, and I, the three of us, went out and had an amazing meal. Nice. Yeah, it was really great. Cool. Um, and then I was going to tell you something else, and I forgot what I was going to tell you. Uh Oh, the the most adorable Brazilian couple um, came to the last two shows in Tampa. Mm-hmm. And they did the VIP um, tour, tour uh, like all things backstage. Backstage. Yeah. And I happened to be the person back there to, to, to uh, help out with that experience. And... I met them. They were so sweet. They were teary-eyed. Mm. They had, uh, apparently our music is a big part of their. Uh, well, they were on their honeymoon. They were Didn't on their. That? Yeah. You were on, they were on their honeymoon. On their honeymoon. So they just got married. Oh, and and you got to meet Sherry, which, by the way, I thanked her today, but not oh, formally good. thank her for the, the goodies that she sent to me. Yes. It was very, very sweet. Thank you very much. And she is on cloud nine that she finally got to meet you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was, <laughs> she was really excited. excited. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Um, you know, it's always fun. I, always. Got, I got several messages from people asking, where, you know, saying we missed you or where yeah. are you? Are you here? I felt terrible. I was supposed to be there, but c'est la vie. C'est la vie. Mm-hmm. I mean it. It it's really cool. You know, it's a it's a beautiful thing to to be able to interact with 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 people whose lives your music has touched, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, whether they're just like, you know, really excited fans or maybe they've like in the case of this Brazilian couple, like apparently our music has been a part of their relationship. So their first dance after they got married was to our song free. Aww. And, um, yeah, I love that. <clears throat> I met, I spotted them in the, down in the front. I spotted Mark the night before down in front and gave him a gave him some sticks and um and then the the very last night I I spotted that I'm trying to remember their names and forgive me. I think it's Stephanie and I cannot remember her husband's name right now to save my life. Oh, they were so sweet and I managed to get their attention and and with the help of the security guard and a handful of wonderful Zamley members who uh kind of made the cleared the path oh that's so nice that that's so So, good yeah yeah. well i was at the alabama game and kid rock was there wow and had had i known he was going to be there i would have uh politely asked you to make a phone call or two because it wasn't that i wanted to hang out with him i wanted on the sidelines (laughs) 
<laughs> well, and and no, he's delightful. I would have hung out he, with him. Yes, but I, he, well, he he but, thinks you hung the moon. He really he really enjoys your company. Oh as my well. goodness, I don't know why. I think you're the only person who's ever looked him dead in the eye and said, "Are you behaving?" And him, like probably other than his mother, his own mother, like you're probably the only person that. Well, because we know he's not behaving. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he does quite regularly. Yeah, he he really does. He's, he's uh, that he's, that persona that he's painted for the the public is. Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's real. It's real, but by far and large, it's not his everyday. No, not at life. all. Life. He is one of the kindest, most gentle souls. Yeah, but it was really I've funny when they when they put him up on the big jumbotron and you know the crowd was like you know going wild and everything. I was like, excuse me, I would have been down there with him on that sideline helping coach, yeah, playing if I needed to. Well, you know, all right, so, all of the things. So, all right, so how did the game go? So let's let's take it quarter by quarter because I know how Alabama can play sometimes. Well, and I know how LSU can play sometimes. They, I mean, Alabama did Alabama in the first quarter. They they didn't play. They, I mean, they, took they did. Their time. Let me let me take that back. Let me let me suck those words back in. We are used to as Alabama fans, Alabama scoring on their first drive, and and holding the other team to three and out. That did not happen. Um, we were the three and out, and LSU scored on their first drive. So I was like, okay, that's that's what we're doing tonight. Okay, so it was a back and forth and back and forth and back and forth the entire first half. They would score, we would score. Now, they would score, we would score. It was like, oh my gosh. Because I know what the potential is for you to get horrifically bent out of shape uh, during uh, the LSU-Bama game. Um, oh yes, because you've seen me scream oh, at the TV. I've yeah, I've seen you standing on the corner of a bed in a hotel room screaming at the TV at the top of your lungs, and I've had you turn around when I said, "Honey, we're gonna you may, you may want to calm down. You, we're gonna get kicked <laughs> out." And you turned and you bared your teeth at me and you pointed at me and you said, "You shut up. You don't know." And that was the game that was it was all field goals. All field I will goals. never forget nine six. Was the the ending score? I was so upset. Of course, that's also the year that we played them in the national title, and we didn't let them and across it, the yeah, fifty yard line. Yeah. So and it exacted our <laughs> re- revenge, right? Um. So, um. So, how how exactly how bad was it during that first half? Were you standing in the chair screaming obscenities at the team? No, I was oddly calm. I knew that, really? you know, yes, I was oddly calm. I was a little nervous, but I was oddly calm and that, um, no, I knew that at halftime I was either going to that locker room or I felt very <laughs> confident, very confident that Miss Terry was probably oh, in that locker room. Oh my goodness. Giving them the business. So, well, all right. So you were on TV apparently. Yes, I was. Yes. Uh, for one of, um, Will Reichert's missed field goals, which is very unlike him. He just had a little bit of an off night. That's fine. We all have an off night. Get it out of his system. We might need yeah, that later. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, where the ball went wide, though, I was, Sabrina and I were, <laughs> like, right behind the ball. There you go. Woohoo! I was on TV. <laughs> <laughs> 
It happens. Every now and then it does. Yep. Oh, it was a good game, though. I mean, as far as I don't like a blowout game either. Those are boring to me. Yeah. But it was, you know, until we pulled away, it was like, okay, this could, whoever has the ball last is going to win. That's, yeah. that's where I was at in my head was like, if we are still tied up, whoever has the ball last is who's going to win this game. Um, and then we pulled ahead and it was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> they broke a, uh, they broke a, a sound level uh, record for the, for the, for the stadium there the in Tuscaloosa. stadium there, yeah. 113.1 decibels. We were loud. That's really like my, loud. My, it's a couple of days later and my throat is still yeah. like, I, I can tell my vocal cords have been used. I mean, there are there are <clears throat> venues that the band has played where the decibel limit, you know, there was a restriction. Anything mm-hmm. above 111 mm, was a it. no-fly zone. Right. Well, we were 113. That's really loud. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and we d- <laughs> and we did our job. We disrupted. We disrupted LSU several times with the loudness, and I'm so excited because I can finally say I have played for Alabama. Because Coach Saban himself said in his presser <laughs> that he was so proud of the fans because they played for 60 minutes just like the team did. That. So, I mean, I think, I mean, it's, it's, he actually spoke it. I was there. So I, I, I played for Alabama. There you go. <laughs> Circular so, logic, but still. It's, well, it's, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to put it on a resume, but, you know. Yeah. You know, in your heart. I would if I could get away with it. What? You have years of eligibility eligibility Uh, left. left. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Okay. It was a good game, though. I'm glad you Night games are always fun, but the traffic getting home, oh, my goodness. Really? It was a parking lot. It was just. I never saw an accident. I never saw anything that would lend to traffic. Just a lot of people. A lot of people. Because the stadium was almost full, and there was, I can't tell you how many were outside the stadium that didn't have tickets. Well, a big game like that. Yeah, I mean, like, so many people there. Yeah. So. A really big game. There probably is twice as many people outside the stadium watching as there was in the stadium. Oh, I'm sure Tuscaloosa was the largest city in the state. (laughs) Most heavily populated city in the state, at least. (laughs) For that that game, exactly. Had the most people in it for that day. So, yeah, it was... um, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. It was good. Did I tell you about the pranks? You did. Well, no, I'll I'll tell our fans who mm-hmm. were not there. Um, night one, we did two nights in Tampa. That was the end of the tour. Night one, someone had told our opening act, King Calloway, had told them, oh, yeah, if you're going to prank the band, do it on Friday night. And so we're in the middle of chicken fried and I see somebody coming out onto the stage out of the corner of my eye and they're kind of moving a little quick and they were wearing overalls and and no shirt and they had a banana box. And I'm like, who's bringing bananas on somebody? Something, (laughs) something has gone horrifically wrong. Someone has gotten through security and they're bringing a box of something onto the stage. And then I realize it's Jeff from King Calloway. He quote unquote trips. He feigns a uh, a a fall 
and empties the box onto the stage. I and saw the video footage. It's hilarious. Out, oh, it is. Out plopped two chickens. Then come the band, King Calloway, and they've got butterfly nuts. Now, folks, I don't know if you've ever tried to catch a chicken, <laughs> but a butterfly net ain't going to get the job done. No, it is not. Once I saw the butterfly nets, I thought, well, there we go. This is a practical joke. And it was funny. And I was like, this is the weirdest thing I've seen in a minute. So I'm I'm in. All I, all but, I could think <clears throat> when I saw the video was, Lord help us. Hopefully PETA doesn't see this. No chickens were injured no, during the execution of the prank. Yes, there were but, no chickens harmed during the making of that prank at all whatsoever. <laughs> in fact, we've gotten, uh, we have gotten word that... Uh, those chickens have been rehomed. They were purchased, um, probably saved from a, uh, a, a fate as a salad or a sandwich. Um, and they have been homed uh, comfortably in a place that will take care of them. Um, now, that having been said, after the, after the, the show was over with, and we're, we're hugging all the guys. We're like, hey, man, that was funny. And they were expressing their concern over being in trouble <laughs> we all laughed went oh dude you're not in trouble i mean it's just the timing was but, just uh, man like what made you think the night before the last night was the the best one to do and they, oh well, that's what somebody told us like, well you got lied to somebody told them that said that there could be retaliation yeah and, <laughs> and one of the one of our crew guys was like man you you just don't understand like now you've given zach brown and his band 24 hours to plot revenge and you should have seen their faces there. oh and i've been around when revenge has been executed <laughs> and it can get pretty and get pretty uh out there Oof. it was uh it was brutal uh it was hilarious everything that happened was hilarious in its own right and and Every everything that occurred that that was done to these poor bo- these poor <laughs> these poor boys uh, was you know it was done at a, from a place of love. Obviously, you don't prank somebody if you don't love them, uh, if you don't care about them, and haven't enjoyed mm-hmm. their company. You're not going to play a prank on them. You're just going to let them take their time on the stage and get off. But these guys were great, talented bunch of guys, and every prank that happened, they were thinking, "Oh, surely this is the last one." It reminds me of what year was it? Was it like 2010, 2011 when y'all were touring with Kenny Chesney and Miranda Lambert and the crew took that was her. Our, that was our first time playing with, with, right, with but Chesney. But Miranda Lambert had the pink golf cart. That she had been using the whole tour. And who, whose crew, was it Kenny's crew that took it apart? Kenny's crew. <laughs> she takes the stage. She drives the little pink golf cart up to the stage she hops out of it, and as soon as she walked through the curtain, Kenny's crew went to work. And it was like watching a, a, a pit crew? an indie pit crew. <laughs> they dismantled that entire thing, loaded it up on a cart, <laughs> and then on a big trailer, mm. and pulled the trailer across the front of the stage, and, and, the, and like everything was in pieces and had a big sign on it. For sale. Oh, my God. Whole or parts. <laughs> and as it so goes by, funny. she's like, oh, okay, this, here comes this big four-wheeler. 
And then she figures it out that it's her golf cart. And she says over the microphone, oh, my God, that's my golf cart. <laughs> but, yeah, pranks can get pretty brutal, you know. And like I said, you don't if you don't if you don't really care about the people that you're pranking, you know, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it. You wouldn't yeah, put it's, forth it's the kind effort. of like the whole, you know, rolling yards now. So, you know, back when we were kids, if you got your yard rolled, it's because people did not like you. Like, you were singled out, and that was the way that kids said, you know. Boo. Boo. Yeah. Now, it's the popular kids. It's the kids that everybody likes that your, their yards get rolled during homecoming week or whatever. Wow. And if your yard doesn't get rolled, you're the kid that nobody likes. Yeah, but what's to keep you from going out and, like, throwing toilet paper in your own trees? See, everybody likes me. Exactly. My yard got rolled. Right. But I'm just like, no, no, and no. Our yard got semi-rolled when Allison was a senior in high school, and it would have been fine had they not rang the doorbell at 1130 at night. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I was on the phone with you. Yeah, Allison and I were here by ourselves, and you were on the road, and because we would have never known they were out there. Um, But they... One of them, there was a big whole yard. bunch of them. Yeah, it's a big yard and, you know, kind of off the road. And one of them rang the doorbell. Scared me so bad. Um, and I'm and I'm not a fun hater. But it was like, just roll the yard and leave. Don't let yeah. us know that you're out there because I'm grabbing the gun. Right. Like, I'm here alone, so <laughs> I'm a bad... Defense of the castle, I am, indeed. I'm going to shoot first, ask questions later. Um, but, yeah, so... Um, I guess they liked her. I guess so. Because <laughs> I'm out there going, who hates you? Who did you make mad? Because <laughs> they did a pretty good job. Yeah. It was, uh, it was that. Mm-hmm. I saw what could not be gotten out of the trees, and it was impressive. Yeah, it was impressive. They did a good job. So, anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pranks used to be for people you didn't like. Now pranks are for the people you do like. Oh, my so. goodness. Yeah, you play it. You prank someone you love. It's some of my most like, don't get any ideas. No, cause, no, cause no, 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 I'm not above smothering you in your sleep. <laughs> no, I know you were thinking about that couple that we watch their videos where they prank each other all the time, but I, oh. I'm not. I, I'm not a good sport. So, listen, the way they go about it, that's too much mess to clean up. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, this yeah. couple, I, I forget their names. It's. Uh, are they on Instagram? Or are they on Facebook? Uh, I, I see them on YouTube. Okay, on YouTube. Okay. Um. Yeah, and they're they you know shaving cream and like water and shaving cream in a in a in a balloon and then and then they do the confetti cannons and they did like their pranks make messes make big messes now they're funny to watch oh my goodness but I'm just like uh, if Chris did that to me I would probably combust not because he pranked me but because there's a mess <laughs> it's the mess it's the mess so yeah. But if you could be pranked and there not be a mess, you'd be okay with it, right? Eh, it depends on the prank. <laughs> but she's giving me this evil eye, folks. Mm, yeah. My goodness. Remind me to never prank you. Okay. Though I have I have been thinking about something that could be done like like from, you know, like I saw a meme the other day that said, after I die, I want someone to take my cell phone and text everyone I know. Thanks for coming. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Oof. Mm-mm. <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty brutal. 
It'd be funny, though. It would be funny. <laughs> mm, getting all kind of ideas. I know. What else have we got going on? CMAs. Oh, the CMAs are coming up. And while that's great, beyond that, we have uh, a kid out of school on Friday, dog sitting, oh. dog sitting for Allison because she's going on a trip this weekend, and just stuff. Life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Tour didn't end. Didn't, tour didn't go long enough. It should have been like at least two more weekends. What? <laughs> Pardon me? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was ready for it to be over. Yeah. Well, mayhem. I, I need peace. You'll get it after the holidays. Right? Mm-hmm. Right in time for tour to start back up. Right. Yay. That's <laughs> all I want. Peace. Quiet. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I am noisy. Sorry about that. Well, it's okay. It's okay, she says. So what do we have? What else do we have for the week? CMAs? Dog sitting? Anna Kate's out of school. Oh, we're going to the chamber luncheon on Thursday. And the only reason I'm excited about this, I mean, not that the chamber luncheons aren't good or whatever, but the guest speaker, I've heard him speak before. Oh, yeah? His name's Joe Calamuso. Oh, cool. And he's a professor of business, I think it is, at the University of Alabama. And he is such a dynamic speaker. Yeah. Like, I almost want to just go sit in his class like he is. And he has YouTube videos about, you know, business planning and all that. And you're like, oh, gosh, that's like boring and like watching paint draw. No, he is like just very passionate when he talks and he's right. So anyway, I bought you a ticket for the luncheon. So we are cool. we're going to go and hear him speak. Awesome. So, That's super. Uh, now, wait. Are you taking a are, are you taking a trip? Yes, I'm taking a day trip to Laurel. Well, I'm supposed to. I have to check to see if that's still on the agenda. Uh, with That'll the, be fun with the person that I'm going with. But yeah, we're going to do a day trip to Laurel and just. I've never been so. That'll be fun. Which, for those of you who don't know, Laurel is in Mississippi. I'm not going far. <laughs> it's 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 just, a hike. Just you going don't... next door. Yeah. Right so, next door. Yeah, right next door. But Laurel yeah. is a quaint little town that everybody loves. It's you know yeah. supposed to be great for shopping and food and things. Small town. So I dig it. Mm-hmm. I hate that I'm not going to go. Well, I mean, I guess I have to stick around and watch the dogs and yeah. Anna Kate. Well, goodness gracious! I know, right? Someone's going to get tied to a tree. I'm thinking maybe it might need to be me. It probably will be you. It probably will be. <laughs> what happened to Chris? Uh, babysitting. He's, he's out back tied to a tree. Yeah. I mean, it could happen. No, she wouldn't tie you to a tree. She would have you tied to a chair so she could do uh, play beauty shop. Oh, yeah. It's no longer hair salon. We play beauty shop now. No, it's beauty salon. Oh, it oh it is beauty salon. Yes, okay. and I don't know if you heard her today when she was doing my hair. She had all of the tiaras and um, yeah, I'm not and, allowed to wear them. And wands laid out, and she said, and she does her her you know best Vanna White with her hand, and she says <laughs> you can choose any tiara you like. She doesn't ever let me wear a tiara. Well, 
she tells me tiaras are, are not for you. I'm like, well, why not? <laughs> you let me hold a magic wand. It has a matching tiara. She says, no, the tiaras are not for you. So I never get a tiara. Well, but today I- she actually used a brush on my hair, so I'm thankful for that. Instead of coffee stirrers? Yeah. <laughs> yes, but if you could see her roll your hair around that coffee stirrer exactly as it should be if it was an actual curling iron, I'm very impressed. It, it is impressive. I mean, it, 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 it is very impressive how creative this little kid's mind is. Yeah, when I was watching her do her homework over the weekend and she was switching back and forth from her left hand to her right hand and then back to her (laughs) left hand because she would say, my hand's tired. And she was writing as well with one as she was the other. So I'm not discouraging that. I'm like, if you can write with both hands, good for you. Really? I mean, seriously? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ambidextrousness is, uh, that's cool. I mean, she's left dominant. I mean, she's definitely left-handed. But she... She can write with both hands, so just going to let her run with it. Well, that's really cool, though. hmm I mean, I can write with my left hand, but nowhere near the same proficiency as my Yeah, well, right. I mean, she's five, so, I mean, her handwriting in general isn't great, but... Well... Um, <laughs> and she was working on a a uh, homework worksheet and cried through the whole thing. This is taking forever! <laughs> it literally... It, she sat here for ten minutes. It was oh, so funny. Oh, my goodness. Well... <sighs> Well, my dear, we're at the end of another episode. We're going to have a big week ahead. Yes, we'll have lots to talk about next week. We will. (laughs) Folks, you've been listening to Following the Friars. Please reach out to us at followingthefriars at gmail.com. And uh, F-R-Y-A-R. That's right. A, not E, A. (laughs) And in the meantime, be kind to one another. (laughs) Bye.